Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to another Supercoach Insider podcast. My name is Swizz, here with a Supercoach BBL Round 1 update. Before we get into that, as always, check us out on all our social media platforms, in particular YouTube and Spotify, and to get in touch with us via Twitter, Supercoach Insider 100 and Swizz 26. All right, we're one game down, so we'll get into that, and then we'll talk about the news that's come out so far from today. Uh, so we've got the Brisbane Heat, three for 214, led by Munro's beautiful 99 night out, and the Stars bowled out for a paltry 111. So pretty one-sided game, pretty happy if you are a Brisbane Heat fan, kicking off the season with a massive win. Munro, if you were an owner, and that was 36% of us, 134, well done to the 7% who had him vice-captain who are now trying to find a loophole option, or the 7% who just straight captained him. Um, I did have him for a lot of the pre-season, unfortunately, with Nisa coming in. I went with the, the bowler, but yeah, Munro's effort was fantastic. I know uh, Timmy Mitchell was saying on Twitter last night how frustrating it was because how often he would uh, so close to being caught on the rope or on that 30 meter square but yep kept finding the boundary which is beautiful for us owners and he's had his round break even was 152 so to get that in nearly one game um yeah it's an awesome result uh swepson for 93 very disappointed that i i didn't own him, but at the same time, I was never really planning to open, own him. Um, I, I did think there was better options. You know, got Maxi out. They had the, the plan set for him. And unfortunately, with Maxi's injury there, he did hold out when he was going for that reverse sweep shot. So Swepson picked up a couple more wickets after that. Xavier Bartlett bowled really well, got to 75. Probably the one that I was disappointed because, again, in preseason, I really should have my preseason team up here um, from a couple of weeks ago because he was very firmly in it. Uh, Kuderman with 59, and then Quadra 53, who won't be playing in the next match. Nisa 47. Uh, so some decent scores there. Billings 28. A little bit disappointing because he needed two more runs to activate that bonus. So there would have been another. Um, well, well, he would have got the two plus, I think uh, he was on at least about nine ahead, I think, on strike rate at the time. So, um, yeah, that cost 11 points just there. And then, yeah, obviously, if he doesn't get caught, potentially gets a few extra runs. So, yeah, that could have very easily been a 50-point game for Billings owners. Uh, Paul Walter, yeah, it was good that we got to see him bowl at the end there. Uh, you know, a 30, you'd kind of take that from the... Um, the fact that he had real no impact in the game. And Johnson, you know, he's that first over, got smashed for 20, uh, but still managed to get a 25 thanks to that wicket there um, near the end. So, yeah, the, the Stars getting bowled out definitely helped those um, heat bowls. I think it'll be a different story when they play the Strikers at Adelaide um, come tomorrow night. Uh, now, the Stars, weren't they awful? And it's not going to get any better for them. Uh, Maxi with a 73, did what he could with the ball and, and the bat, but he is out injured, so he will be missing their next game against the Perth Scorchers. Uh, it really makes me want to try to get in a Perth Scorchers bowler right now, and it could still happen. Um, I may make a, a, an alteration to my side. I already have made one, and I'll talk about that one in a second. Um, yes, yeah, so 73 for him. Hilton Cartwright, 68 points. And then out of that, there is not much to talk about at all. Sammy Harper, the worst player on ground four. And as an owner, very frustrating. Uh, didn't didn't keep well either. Uh, but at the same time, I've got him in there because they've got a whole lot of doubles coming up and they'll be relying on Harper in their next game. Uh, Stoinis is very highly owned. Only the 12. I did talk about the fact he'd bat uh, in that four to six range, though, because of the Stars form, he was in pretty early, um, and he just, he's not bowling at the moment. He potentially might bowl now um, that Max is out, but 
yeah, if they're not going to use him as a bowler, you, you pretty well just got a middle order hitter in there, um, which is not the best situation. So, yeah, uh, interesting night. Some people have already, uh, their scores are looking brilliant because they had Munro captain and Swepson in there. Um, but, yeah, if you're not, don't worry. That's only one game of plenty for round one. Um, so, yeah, we've got, we've got plenty of, of, of um, change still to happen. And still, you know, it's a nine-round season, so a lot can happen in that t- stage. You'll find people who have some massive scores round one have loaded up on heat, um, but then they might find themselves in a little bit more of a problem um, when they, um, you know, we come to those buys rounds and other teams doubles. Uh, Brisbane have released their 13-man squad for tomorrow's game against Adelaide. So in comes Brown and Watkin. Out goes Kawaja, Labuschagne, Hearn. Absent naturally is Renshaw, who's just made 100 in the PM's 11 game. Pearson and Max Sweeney. Uh, you would think that... Um, Brown and Wacker may, well, well you'd, you'd hope Brown actually comes in, but they, they've they got their the squad. So it's Bartlett, Billings, Brown, Bryant, Johnson, Kuhneman, Munro, Nisa, Swepson, Wacom, um, Walter, Wildermuth, and Wood. Uh, so, yeah, you're, they're going to be having to replace Kawaja and Labuschagne. So there, there is potential there. It could be Wood and, um, and Brown as the two that come in. Um, but yeah, hopefully that means Billings moves up a spot in the order. And yeah, if Munro's open the batting, Munro's actually going to captain the side too. So um, yeah, that, that's kind of good again for our owners. Hopefully he, all the pressure's on his shoulders and he, he delivers again. Um, and Nisa being picked again, it's, that that's great for those who jumped on. And quite a lot jumped on, nearly 40% in the end. So um, yeah, we'll be very happy if he can... You know, even if he get, he produces 50 each game and gets a 150, it's still not terrible. Like we would prefer closer to that 200 mark, but yeah, it's um, yeah, I think it, even at that 150, it's going to be better than a lot of guys on their double games. He's such a fantastic player. You just saw how he bowled in that first over. So hopefully, there's a a big performance coming from him. The Sixers were very frustrating last night because they named a 17 player squad. That's like why bother. Uh, so we're hoping tonight that Jack Edwards does get named and has a prominent role. Um, so we'll be, I'll be waiting on that. So the trades I've done so far today, and I've had to take out uh, Mujib, and I've disappointingly taken out Sam's, Inscomes, Gilks, and Rogers. Now the reason for that is there's been an announcement for a one-day... Uh, so Well, actually, I'll, I'll go off their whole series. So UAE versus Afghanistan, 50 over warm-up games on Christmas Day and the 27th of December, and then they play a T20 international series on the December 29th, 31st, and the January the 2nd. Then they have a warm-up series for India, T20 series January 11th, 14th, and 17th. Uh, and then the Renegades have their three-game double December 23rd and 26th. So if Mudge could potentially miss the warm-up games and then fly out. But if he's flying at Boxing Day and by the time you get over there, um, does he have enough time to kind of recover um, from that trip uh, to play that first game? I think there's a chance that he'll probably even have to be over there, if not earlier, um, potentially even for these 51-day games. I don't think... Like, it's a bit different with Ralph kind of sitting out of, like, the test series and that because he doesn't normally sort of play tests or that. But I don't think Mudge is going to sit out of, um, you know, a T a twenty international one day, a, a T20 international series, especially with a T20 World Cup coming up. Uh, so, yeah, that that's made me rethink that. Like, there's potential that he does stay, but I just think there's risk now with that selection. So Mudge has come out. And I didn't want to really muck around with my structure too much. So I was like, what Renegades player can I bring in? 
And so it's either going to be Kane Richardson. That could still happen. Uh, just a little bit worried because of that injury that he copped over there in India. Um, or it's Tom Rogers, whose form in the practice matches hasn't been good, but we know what he's done the last couple of seasons in the BBL. So uh, I've gone up with Rogers and had the cash if I put Sam's back down to Gilks. The things that could potentially change still, and there's been two big information coming out today. So one is uh, Connolly. So Turner has announced that he um, uh, will open the batting. Uh, so And they're looking at bringing back in the game, their third game, uh, Zach Crawley. So it looks like it's going to be, I think it's Erskine. Um, I know I've butchered that again, but with Connolly up at the top of the order. So we'll get a look at him. So that's why I've even brought him on field because he will be open the batting. And Ashton Agar has been ruled out. So Connolly is playing as the spinner as well. So yeah, for that price, I'll, I'll put him on. Uh, he could change out tonight if Jack Edwards is named and named in in a good batting role and that if they are missing their bowlers like Dorshus and Kerr. So we'll have to wait and see with that. And then I'll just find a way to bring Connell in. Um, the, and the way I'd probably do that is I'd, I'd probably muck around with that whole Thunder setup that I had and it might be Gilks out, Connolly replaces him when that news is actually confirmed. So waiting to see what happens with Jack Edwards tonight. Um, but yeah, if he Jack Edwards isn't named, uh, I'll just keep it as is with Connolly on the field and Gilks on the bench. The bowlers lineup um, is another important news. Well, firstly, Maxwell was out next game, so yeah, well done, I guess, in in a sense to the twenty five percent that don't own him. Um, we we're kind of mocking that a little bit last night, saying yeah, there's probably seventy five percent serious teams, uh, but with Maxi missing, hopefully it's just one game uh, because they do have the bye and they're not back. Until uh, until they play the Thunder in round three, which is uh, on, and I had it here. We've got uh, up in Aubrey Saturday the twenty third. So and if he's not right for that, well then it's Boxing Day. So but you would th- hope um, it's not too serious, and that gives him you know two weeks to recover. So that's probably why they're resting him there. So that is a bit frustrating because we're not getting the full. Um, you know, output for Maxi, but because he's own, he's the most owned player anyway. It doesn't impact us as much as other players would have, and he already got his break even, so well, pretty close too. So that's not a drama there. And the fact is, if he doesn't play second game, that will also adjust. So he's actually going to go up in money, which is brilliant. The other news is Zampa. So there was talk because he might need a rest, uh, and I, that's a whole topic in itself but I know I was ranting the other day about some of these bowlers why they need so much rest like there's no reason Nathan Lyon Boland couldn't be bowling four overs at the moment like we, how many years in the past have we seen fast bowlers and spinners you know bowling all summer and yeah keep up their match fitness and now it's like once the bowler bowls a few overs and we need to give them a break so yeah there's talk that even though Zampa is in Sydney for the game he may not play if he needs to be rested which is just ludicrous so if that is the case um, I'm going to be very annoyed not having Mujib um, and uh, I could, there could be a part where I just go well maybe I just go Zampa straight back to Muj um, just uh, and and ha- keep Muj in there for the double this round and just hope that he doesn't head off for, the, for that round three double um, but yeah so that will affect quite a few plan- plans because Zampa is a quite a popular pick uh, the other thing, if, if Edwards was to be named, um, what I could potentially do is go um, Ed, uh, Zampa out, Connolly stays on field, 
bring Edwards on for Gilks and then try to maybe adjust my team. Rogers might go down to um, Richardson, as in Kane Richardson, and then I bring in Sams. Uh, the other part I could potentially look at is one of those Perth bowlers again. So uh, that Melbourne Stars team was awful and it's going to be worse with Maxi. So owning Berendorf or um, uh, Jai Richardson or Andrew Ty um, could put you way ahead on points compared to other people this week because they uh, um, should dominate them. Again, the only issue, and as we discussed last night, was the weather. The Sunday, you know, they're, they're still saying there's going to be some showers around, but hopefully by the evening it will be fine. And then that Wednesday game for the um, for the Scorchers is still a little bit of a worry. But we, um, you know, as we've said with Melbourne, it's hard to kind of predict with these things. Um, but there is definitely going to be some rain around. So it might be a shortened game. Uh, but it doesn't really matter so much if you have the opening batsman or a couple of bowlers. You're probably going to lose the economy rate. But if it's a real hit and miss uh, and, you know, the players are just going for it, there's potential to pick up wickets, which is what you're kind of hoping that those bowlers will do. So that's the latest news, and that's the latest changes with my team. Uh, round one is always a bit of a fluid situation, so you've got to kind of keep up with the, the final squad. So there'll be a little bit of chopping and changing, but then the end of the day, I'll be trying to keep my structure as much as possible. Uh, captain is still Tom Curran. The only way that potentially changes if... Um, I bring in like one of the Western Australian players uh, with like a Berendorf or if it was a Kane, Rich uh, sorry, Jai Richardson, but I'm pretty st um, st sticking with Curran, even though Nesta did well last night. I don't really want to play in a non-playing um, player uh, just for that score. I think Curran can kind of nearly match him or get close enough to match him instead of, so, instead of playing around with that too much. It's a bit of a different case if you've got Munro, but make sure you're kind of watching squads as well that too. Um, there'd be nothing worse because I think a lot of people are looking at going Nikhil Chaudhary from Hurricanes. Now, we don't know if he's going to actually get picked or not. We haven't got a squad for the Hurricanes yet. So uh, just make sure you're tuned in for that game because it'd be nothing worse than you put the captain on him and then he gets picked. And uh, and then what, what are you kind of going to do then? Because what, what are your options after that game? Like you've only really got a Hurricanes player uh, to put on um, or a Thunder. So maybe it's a case where... Like if if I was doing that and had uh, Nikhil and then he did play well, um, do I have to then look at like getting Daniel Sams just for one game? So these are the dangers with it. Um, hopefully the Hurricanes put out their squad at least on Sunday where you might have to put a Hardy or Berendorf Richardson as your captain um, if he was to be named at the squad. So just something to be mindful of there, guys. So that's the latest update. Hopefully you've had a good first game. Be another interesting night tonight, and we will talk soon. Bye.